The Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Wealth Puzzle with Mike Mansfield and Tony Shore. Tony, as always, thanks for joining us. It's a, it's an exciting day. We're going to be talking about some uh, statistical data on women and the, the power that they have of planning for retirement because that's Nothing important. like us two guys talking about women. We're experts, right? I mean... Oh, well, fortunately, we are not experts, but fortunately, what we do is we pull good data from other places. So I do have a lot of research. It's not me coming up with the data. There's a lot of studies, a lot of research, a lot of information. And so that's what we're talking about today. Well, hopefully you're not going to quote Ron Burgundy on the topic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's skip some of the seventies. No, 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 and, no. This uh, is this is yeah. This is twenty twenty. Yeah, so not going not going wrong, Burgundy. <laughs> good, but good. Whew. But it is important, you know, when you when you look at surveys and studies and all of the information when it comes to gender. I mean, let's be fair. It's, it, this is math and statistics, and it's really all it is. And so, statistically, the female gender outlives the male gender. Statistically, they say at the moment it's about six to eight years that they outlive them. Then where they kind of exasperate this as a concern of saying, hey, look, most women will be in charge of their own finances at some point simply based on the statistical fact that women outlive men. Just right there. You then exasperate it for a couple reasons. One is if you're married to a male, one of the things that happens is, is, you know, statistically they say that there's more marriages where the husband is a little older than the female. And so in that scenario, even though women live longer than men, now you add this age factor disparity on top of it. And they say, statistically, it's very common that a male female relationship, a woman could live 10 to 15 years longer than the man working on obviously their own, you know, financial issues. So that's kind of what brought this up, you know, is if you're the if you're the younger partner in a relationship, you know, or even if you're by yourself. I mean, let's be fair. If you're already single, you already are on that diminished income. You already are missing that extra you know, paycheck coming into the household. And so knowing that you have a probability of living a long time on average, these become very important considerations. Right. Retirement income planning is not about the hoping you die prematurely. It is on the planning in case you accidentally live longer than expected. So I know that working in the field of retirement planning and and having many elderly clients, uh, you've seen this a lot. There are a lot of women who end up by themselves in retirement having to take on all of the financial burden. Uh, and paying for Absolutely. things and dealing with the financial issues. So I think what you're saying is what we want to talk about is how to empower women to effectively handle their finances and deal with 
maybe the loss of their spouse or if they're single to begin with, how to handle that. Right. Because society has changed so much over the years, Tony. I mean, that's what's powerful right now. Women are earning more than ever. Women are starting more businesses. I read something on the quantum uh, financial facts for women history month that said that women, uh, let's see, more women than men graduate from college. Everything is almost in their favor now. I mean, that's what's impressive. Still, we live with these generational issues. We we do still have a wage gap. Um, IWPR.org. Women make 82 cents on every dollar that a man makes. Why? You know, let's be fair. You know, most women are, are more intelligent, more capable than most men. So why do we still have these wage gaps in like type work? You know, the other challenge that women have to deal with more so than men on average is dealing with these life events, right? Um, number one, outliving a spouse is a huge life event that statistically happens to women more than men. But it also seems to be when you look at this information in these life events, things like caregiving. Uh, you ever heard of the sandwich generation? Tony? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm living it. Nom, nom, nom. Now is that everyone's just eating Jersey Mike's? <laughs> I'm the sandwich generation. Which, really, which? We really are the sandwich generation. If you think about it, with all the sandwich shops that have sh- come up in the last number of years, you know, in the old days, it was just the subway, which let's be fair, is super boring. But now you got the uh, what's the fire one? Oh, firehouse subs. You've been there. Oh yeah, yeah. I love I love oh, I love sub excellent. sandwiches. So I'm a big witch witch fan. Jersey Mike's firehouse. <laughs> I- I've I've hit them all. Well, we've detracted from what the heck we're talking about. Sandwich generation. What is that? So sandwich generation is when someone gets trapped in t- taking care of their parents and taking care of their adult children. You're kind of trapped in between. You're sandwiched between these generations who need your care, love. Statistically, more women in the household end up doing this more so than the men. So you make less money. You deal with more drama. Everybody hassles you, yet you have the ability to graduate college and do more so. So it's it, there's still some goofy things going on in society, Tony. Oh, there are. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately there are. And unfortunately... Uh, women still tend to get the short end of the stick when it comes to uh, funds uh, in retirement and financial education. Uh, but like you say, it is changing, uh, thankfully, and for the better. Uh, but we're not quite there yet. And some women out there find themselves in, in tough situations, right? That's totally true. And a lot of it does have to do with the household issue. I mean, how much social security planning do we do? And in social security planning, All we talk about is the survivorship benefit. It's not what are two people getting while two people are alive. It's how much is the survivor of a household screwed with because the other person didn't really think about the timing impacting them. So it's pretty interesting. You have to be so conscious when you have the ability to live a long time with being very pragmatic about your retirement income planning decisions. Obviously, Social Security is a big one. But the problem is, is I still think, Tony, there's just this gap between the industry and the way that people perceive things. Recently, Forbes put out an article, a survey that that they did. And what they did is they looked at what are women's financial priorities versus what is the message the industry is putting out? I thought that this was very interesting. So Forbes said that women's financial priorities were not being a burden to their children, financial security, protection, and maintaining their standard of living. 
And then what Forbes did is when you look at, you know, the message to these demographics and situation in the industry, they talk about wealth management, retirement, investing, and beating the market. And it was funny because when I was reading these bullet points, I was, I was really seeing that disconnect of, oh, we're going to beat the market. I mean, you know, versus the I want to make sure I'm not a burden to my children. Right. We're having two very different uh, two ships in the night kind of deal here happening where the industry pushes a lot of themes and thoughts that don't really benefit the way that women think when they're trying to plan and organize a highly effective retirement income. Plan. Right. Yeah, and so, so yeah, so crazy times. Well, and I think the key here is for women to work with a financial professional, a financial advisor like yourself, uh, and sure. really make sure that they do have that plan in place. Yeah, no, it's totally true, and and that's the challenge too. Is you know we we constantly talk on this show over the years about you know how do you pick a financial planner? You know, I write about it in my books and things like that, just because. I'm a financial planner doesn't mean you have to work with me. There's a lot of people out there, but you look at the degree of insurance agents, stockbrokers, investment advisors, you know, which are fiduciaries and the spectrum of confusion just in picking a financial planner to help you with things. If I had to draw a common analogy, Tony, I think perhaps the best thing is, is the doctor, right? If you found out you had cancer, are you going to go talk to your kid's pediatric doctor about that? Um, Maybe, maybe not. You guys, are, you guys are buddies? Yeah. No, you go find the cancer right. doctor. And let's be fair, you want to find you the wanna, best cancer doctor yeah, that you have access to. Right. And so the problem is when it comes to investment advice, a lot of people pick up their attitudes about money when they're growing, when they're young. It's the accumulation phase. And there's a lot of good, we'll say, financial doctors that can help you with the accumulation phase, how to invest, how to grow, how to defer. Well, you enter the different phase when you retire, right? You go into the distribution phase. In distribution phase, all the rules are different because now you're taking your social security and figuring out your retirement income tax liability. You're living perhaps on a fixed income and having to budget and deal with what if I get sick and need long-term care? What are my expenses? How do I pay the bills? How do I control these things? There's such a different shift in the information advice rationale that you need when you're retired, when you're in the distribution phase. And to be fair, that's specifically what we do. At the Lynn Group here, we focus on retirement income planning, distribution phase planning. Our emphasis is not growing your money. By the time you meet us, one way or another, you've grown it more or less. It's now time to say, how the heck do I use this money and not accidentally go broke? Jeez, <laughs> we're really getting fired up here, Tony. Well, well right, I right, like let, that, let, though. You're... you're there to really come up with a strategy uh to yeah. the the growth has happened you want some continued growth and you do help with that though. absolutely but, uh, really it's how to live comfortably on that and come up with a strategy so you don't lose that money that you need to live on right yeah it's better reallocation so we still want growth in retirement but now we're back to the red money green money right green money we use to generate the income you need from your assets to pay the bills so there's no drama no coronavirus no market crashes you have to be worried about the money we leave in the stock market that's your hedge hedge against living too long hedge against taxes going up hedge against inflation and all of these things i mean let's be fair people you think the government can go spend trillions of dollars and your taxes aren't going up someday 
Let's be fair again, people. You think the government can print trillions of dollars and put it into the system and give it to people and there won't be inflation? You need growth. You need to protect against those things. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of inflation. Absolutely. And taxes to cover all this, the trillions in in relief. Boy, you make that sound fun. No, no. No, it's not, but that's that again illustrates the need for a plan, right? No, it's totally true. So hey, look, here here's a different let's shift gears here. So here's a couple of their articles. Moneycrashers.com and investors.com. They put out these these looking at men versus women um risk things. And so let's take a take a guess here. So let's see, Tony. Women, do you think they'd prefer to hold or trade? Uh they would prefer to hold. Okay, men, what do you think? Hold trade. or trade? Dude, you were like 100%. That was incredible. I, I'm high five right now. Women are typically, now not always, but typically more conservative when it comes to money and risk than sure. men. That's, I, I've heard uh, that a that's lot. That's totally true. So step one, you know, the, the surveys show that women would prefer to hold, men would prefer to trade. All right. Tony, um, let's do it again. So let's, you can say the, the gender associated with it. How about performance or goals? Which one do you think goes to the men and the women performance or goals? Um, performance probably to the women and goals to the men. I'm not sure on this one. Okay. So now we're down to 50, 50 Uh on your, Uh your score here. 50 is 50 is an F I think. um, So women per, tend to have more oh, they're, goals. They're goal-oriented, right, right, right. And the women, or right. the men, Whereas want men, performance. They yeah. want performance, right. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, which, well, it's ironic, because then they have a lot of performance issues because of they're too much trading. Right. There's a <laughs> hidden joke in there. The, um, all right, so You kind of slipped that one in, on. but whatever, when, we'll move on. <laughs> we can we can edit it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, women versus men. Financially confident or hesitant? Um, hesitant. Women are hesitant. Men are confident. Okay. Boom. You got it. So women are financially hesitant and men are financially confident. And not to say that that's a good thing one way or another. Okay. Save or invest? Uh, women save. Men invest. Boom, you got it. You know what's funny about this is when you look at these traits, these attitudes, men trade, performance, they're confident about it. They want to invest their money, whereas women, they hold. They like goals. They're hesitant. They're concerned about financial decisions, and they want to be prudent and save money. You know what's funny about this on average is women tend to outperform men when it comes to investment money management simply because men have a bad habit of chasing performance, over trading, and blowing things up where women will set goals and leave well enough alone. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, that's true. I mean, men take a lot of risk and are willing to take more risk. And women are more methodical. Uh, They're more, I think, a little more practical. Yeah, it's totally true. And so that's the problem with taking a lot of risk is you get big wins but big losses, and then all of a sudden it averages out to be mediocre. Yep, exactly. Pretty crazy. Yep, they want to play around with the market or, or take big risks, and then, you know, that can lead to trouble is is the problem. So that's why a lot of couples uh, have good balance, which is good. But a lot of times there's not the communication. And I think one thing that really hurts women in finances, especially later in life once their spouse is gone, is that they didn't 
have good communication or work with a planner to figure out, okay, if we're doing this now, hey, that sounds great. But if my husband passes away, that leaves me in a bad spot. So we should do something different, right? No, you're totally right. And so one of the things that I don't do is I don't do what are called one-legged meetings. I won't meet with a husband unless the wife's there and honestly, vice versa. And the reason being is what you just said is so many people say, well, I'm in charge of the money. I make the decisions. I'm super important. Well, yeah, that might be fun and true, but if you get hit by an asteroid tomorrow, your spouse is screwed with whatever decision you made if they have no clue what you're up to. Um, this applies to social security timing and everything else. Um, you know, here's a here's another survey, a statistic that says women, 70% of women fire their financial advisor within one year of becoming a widow. And when you read that survey of why, Tony, a lot of it has to do with what you're saying is, you know, these advisors... They've never actually really incorporated the female into the conversation. It's always been the man on man talking about all the business and stuff. And it, and when the woman does take over, when they become a widow, they feel that there's a higher level of pressure and or cond con being condescending to them. Right. You know, they just don't have this relationship that they desire with the guy and they go find somebody else. So we have to focus. We have to be realistic that it doesn't matter who's in charge of the finances at home. Everybody needs to know what's going on. That way it's not a train wreck for the survivor. I mean, let's be fair. I'm in the financial planning industry. So who do you think thinks about the household finances more in my house, me or my wife, right? She can, you know, certainly play the game of, well, look, Mike's got it handled. I mean, it's all he does all day. So it's fine and it's good. And I have mandated over the years that she understands 90% of what we're doing. She understands where the money's at how it's invested, what are our bills, how much money comes in, how much money goes out, where's this, where's that. I mandate that not because for any other reason, but simply because what if something happens to me? She's my teammate. She is my financial CFO when something bonks me on the head. She needs to have every idea of what's going on so there are no surprises and no confusions. Yeah. So that's tough. I think that's a huge failure and something that is lacking you know, in our well, society. for sure. So what you're saying is education is key. And I know that's why you're doing some workshops and seminars on empowering women. And I know you're working Absolutely. closely with uh, your wife and other people there in the office uh, to do these empowering women uh, workshops. And I think that's so helpful. Education is important uh, when it comes to these matters. I mean, I, I just think of some horror stories you've even shared with me about people who come in and they have pensions, right? But they opted for the pension option that doesn't continue once that, you know, if the male is the if the husband's the one with the pension and he didn't pick the right option and he passes, yeah. uh, that pension stops and the wife gets nothing. But there are options that you can do with pensions and with your other retirement accounts that would ensure there is a continued payment, right, for the spouse? No, you're you, you nailed it. it. It is so relevant when you look at all of these survivorship planning stuff. Because it's not what you both have, it's what the survivor is stuck with so often. And you're right, Tony, and I can't explain it, but in 15 years of doing this, I've come across a handful of situations where that the husband will make comments like, eh, it should be fine if I take the single life payout on my pension. And it, it, I have to admit, it makes me want to reach across the table and punch him in the nose sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just like... How can you be that insensitive to the situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. You know, she can go get a job at Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> what? No, it's crazy. People, 
you know, honestly, yeah, you have to care more about very, very yeah, obnoxious. You have to plan for the future. Nobody likes to talk about the eventual loss of a spouse, but it's going to happen. It's going to no, happen. It One is. spouse you outlives the other. And so you need to plan for it, whether it's the husband or the wife. But uh, as we said, the, we're talking about statistics and not just stereotypes, but the statistics show uh, that what we're talking about is a serious problem and that women do live longer than men. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, and anyone listening, if you want us to send you the research, the reports, the surveys that we've read on this, just reach out to the office. But more importantly, we do retirement income planning. If you do not have a plan, need a second opinion of your plan, need to discuss your retirement income planning goals, please give my office a call. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. By doing so, you will have, um, obviously, we'll get together, a complimentary consultation. We'll be able to discuss all of the components of building out a good quality plan for you. Also, feel free to reach out to our website. Uh, that's a good way to see our ugly mugs and learn a little more about our company. We're the lindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. We're located right smack dab in the middle of Ventura. We're on Victoria Avenue and right at the government center. So easy to find, easy to, easy to get a hold of. But hey. As always, Tony, I appreciate you being here, man. I appreciate all of our listeners, all the feedback that we get. And we'll uh, we'll certainly be back uh, next week to do it all over again. All right. Well, Michael, thank you so much for that great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Wealth Puzzle with our host, Michael Mansfield. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lind Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.